Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. We're clearly different. Different. The Wave in the Wheat podcast with Nick Schwert. New episodes every Wednesday morning on the 435 Podcast Network, 610 Sports Radio, KCSP Kansas City, WDAFHC2 Liberty, and Odyssey Station. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bink at Night. And welcome back to Bink at Night. Jay Binkley with Chris Uno Cero. Time to go out and talk to... uh, my good friend out in Denver, Colorado, that I've been uh, talking to for, I don't know, maybe a decade or so, maybe probably even longer than that. Um, Andy Lindahl used to be a former uh, sideline reporter for the Denver Broncos. He's part of Kreckman and Lindahl afternoons two to six on Altitude Sports Radio in Denver, Colorado. Andy, good evening to you, my friend. What's up there, Jay? How are you? Hey, we're doing good. We're doing good. I'm kind of touring around the AFC West about expectations for various teams. And, well, I'm going to start with the Denver Broncos. I, I I talked to you last year. You know my feelings. I like the Denver Broncos roster. I even like the roster better than the Chargers, except for quarterback, except for coach. And both of them had changed in Denver. What's the mindset like with Broncos fans with Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett? Well, as you can imagine, it's, a, you know, more excited for football than we have been in a number of years um, since Manning left. Uh, you know, it's still a new coaching staff. They still got a new system to put in. I think they're going to be competitive, but the whole division got better. Now you're going to have to explain to me someday the thought on trading Tyreek Hill. That, that was a shocker to me. Um, but you know, look, are Bronco fans claiming the division? No, they're not. It's going to be a tough division. It still goes through Kansas city. But the Broncos are a lot closer than they've been since Manning left. And I think we're going to get more competitive games. I don't know, Jay, it's tough, dude, because, you know, the defense is really good. Okay, Fangio knew what he was doing defensively. So how much does that fall off as the offense probably gets better? And how long does it take for this system to smooth out? Because they've seen the West Coast go in a number of times. Now Russ is familiar with it, so that should help. And he's already working guys out at his place and putting out videos and the whole deal, but, you know, you guys are sitting there, uh, you're just kind of adding layers of frosting to the cake, um, and the Broncos are still kind of baking there. So I'll be curious to see the schedule. I'm hoping the Broncos can at least snap that losing streak to you guys this year with this, at least at the game in Denver. But if, if the Broncos' chief game in Denver is even in the first four weeks of the season, you know, I don't know that Bronco fans should be expecting this thing to be humming like a machine 
in the first month of the season. So it's an exciting time, and it's better than it was, but I think most of the fans we've talked to still think the division goes through Kansas City. And the one thing, too, is, you know, a little bit surprising. I, I like Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. A little bit surprised, though, they, uh, they, they, they got rid of Noah Fant. Was he kind of falling out of favor in Denver? Because I always saw him. You know, and listen, Albert O's a great tight end. You know, I, I just love his potential, the former Missouri Tiger. But was Noah Fant, I, I was a little bit surprised he was involved in that trade. I wasn't. He, uh, he was frustrating, Jay. Okay. Did block well. Go back. Go back to the fumble that changed the end of the season game with you guys. Noah Fant and Albert O both both just blew the block on Ingram, so he could go nail uh, Gordon before he could even get the football. Um, you know, a lot of fans after that game were mad at Gordon. It wasn't Gordon's fault. You go look at the replay. He had no chance to secure the football. Now look, Albert O. You know, he's kind of like Julius Thomas. We knew he wasn't going to block. No big deal. Fant didn't block well, but even more so, if you go and look at Fant's tape, he was the king of, they'd throw the ball five yards on a third and seven, expecting him to break a tackle and at least gain the first down. The guy couldn't even break like a corner tackle. He was tackled by one corner, thigh level, more often than any dude in football, Jay, and it was just maddening. So, you know, he may end up being the best player in the trade that they gave up, um, but I'll be honest with you, I thought they were going to have to give up more because Drew Locke, you pretty much knew. Drew Locke didn't have a future here. Shelby Harris is a great veteran guy, but there's other dudes like him in the league. Um, and, and Noah Fant, honestly, Jay, we were debating whether they should even pick up his fifth-year option. Really? Now, they probably would have because it was so cheap, but, Jay, he was not the authoritative physical after-the-catch guy we all expected him to be. Uh, he was good in a straight line, but he wasn't. So, he is not the athlete that Albert O is. Albert O, Okwebenam is going to be the guy that could break out in this offense. They want to make him the centerpiece of things, but he's got to be healthy. But Fant, I mean, Fant was fine, but he he was not. He wasn't becoming their Travis Kelsey. That's for sure. Vegas likes the Broncos. The over under win total for the Broncos. 10 games this year, the uh, Chargers 10 games as well. The Chiefs at 11 and the Raiders bringing up eight and a half. Is that a fair number for the Broncos, 10? I think it's an interesting number. I would say it's a fair number, but, I mean, look, man, aren't we expecting this division to kind of beat the crap out of each other? Oh, yeah. Now, I will tell you, I don't know what to expect out of the Raiders because uh, I think the Raiders are a good team. I don't know how the Josh McDaniels thing is going to go if he doesn't change a little bit, right? Um, but if he if he's learned from his mistakes in Denver, he's a great play designer. He is a good play caller. Will he and Derek Carr coexist? And will he bend his system for Carr a little bit? Jeb Putz here, our buddy, who I think still talks to you at times, Jay, mm-hmm. he told me the difference between what the Broncos are doing for example, and what the Raiders are doing in the West Coast system and what McDaniels does, it's a completely different language, and it requires trust between the Raider or between the quarterback and the, and the receiver seeing the same thing in coverage. So they're a little bit like the Broncos with how long does that chemistry come? If you were throwing Devontae Adams with what they already had, into a West Coast system, I would think the Raiders may still challenge the Chiefs, frankly. 
but they're not, and this Josh thing can be interesting. Well, so I think they're a wild card. They could be really good, or they could be a complete disaster. What's we'll funny see. is that's a team that made the playoffs last year, and you know we kind of view them like, right. I mean, I'm looking at the quarterback situation. I consider Derek Carr still the fourth-best quarterback in this division. Of course, when you have a Herbert, a Mahomes, and a Russell Wilson in division, yeah, that, that I think that's fair. But, you know, they bring in Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams, and you asked me about Tyreek Hill. They were about to sign him until Devontae Adams just got paid by the Raiders, and he wanted to make more. That screwed it all up. Yeah, but don't you – see, again, you still have Patrick Mahomes, and I think this resets the cap, and, you know, you yeah, know out. Patrick Mahomes. But I will say – I think Kansas City fans have to be ready a little bit next year. Tyree Kill was the scary part of your offense, right? Unless they get DK Metcalf. I'm not trying to knock him at all. No. What's that? Unless they get DK Metcalf. You know, they're still in. They're talking about trade possibilities. But the Chiefs will be essentially in the same situation. You're going to have to pay DK Metcalf, and you give up some of those picks. So basically you'd be saying, we wanted a guy four years younger and bigger than Tyreek Hill. That's the message they'd be sending if that's the direction they go. I still think a wide receiver comes to the Chiefs in the draft. Yeah, I think that's probably the way for you guys to go. But, again, the speed – look, the Chiefs – this has not changed my opinion that the Chiefs are still the team to beat in the division. I just think he came back to the pack a little bit, losing how scary the speed of Tyree Kill was. And nobody knows that better than the people in Denver. How many times did Patrick Mahomes run around and buy the guy time? Now, again, if I'm Tyree Kill, I guess if you want to get paid, cool. You got your ring. You want to get paid. That's your right. I don't know why he'd want to leave you guys, though. You know, Chris Harris talked about that when he stayed in Denver after the Super Bowl and he stayed on a cheaper contract. He said, and this was Super Bowl 48 I'm talking about, he's like, bro, I've been on bad teams in Kansas football. I don't want to do, I want to win. I don't want to lose. You know, and who knows? I mean, Miami's a weird situation. They may, again, they may be the surprise of the AFC. But, you know, I, I don't know that Tua, Tua doesn't have the arm strength to do what Patrick Mahomes could do for you. And you don't have Travis Kelsey taken underneath coverage away from you. I, I just think it's an it's a fascinating move for me. Um, and again, I think Kansas City's got to reset itself a little bit. But it's not like you guys are rebuilding. You know what I mean? It, it is. Look, Joe Burrow's in this division now. Hey, I don't think any of us should discount what Matt Ryan might be able to do with the Colts. The AFC's brutal. It's brutal. So whoever comes out of the AFC probably should be the favorite to win the Super Bowl. No, it's wild. You get Deshaun Watson now. You still get Lamar Jackson. It's going to be healthier Ravens. He's an MVP. Josh Allen, you name it. In the NFC, you know, a lot of people look at the NFC, but they still got Aaron Rodgers. They still got Tom Brady. They have last year's Super Bowl champion, Matt Stafford. Not as deep as the AFC, but every bit is accomplished. But, yeah, this AFC is becoming a quarterback's arms race, and that's what Denver – I mean, yeah, props to them for getting Russell Wilson because they wanted to make a move and be part of the group, understanding you need the quarterback. Now, the quarterback-coach combination remains to be seen because that's one of the things. Like, the Chiefs will always be good, in my opinion, with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes because Andy Reid averages over 11.5 wins a year. I mean, he's had one bad year in Kansas City, and that was a 9-7 and seven year, the one year he didn't make the postseason. But, yeah, I am curious about Nathaniel Hackett. I am curious about Denver Eric, excuse me, when he was in in Green Bay and how much of the offense went through Aaron Rodgers and how much of the offense went through Matt LaFleur? Yeah, I mean, look, they're fair questions. We're going to find out. Remember, he was the one that schemed up a way to make Blake Bortles an AFC championship participant in True. Jacksonville. So uh, I think he's a creative guy. Here's what I liked coming from the Fangio side of things. He's excited to coach young guys. 
He's excited to teach. I think he relates to them better, younger players. I think that's going to be huge. Um, but, you know, I mean, look, Jay, this could be we, – we're trying to warn Bronco fans, you know, this, this could be – remember when Mike Shanahan got here, and, we're, you know, we're hoping he's half as good as Shanahan. But Shanahan, it took a year to get things right with him. They went 8-8 eight and eight in his first year, even though he had John Elway, even though he had Shannon Sharp, even though he had Terrell Davis, even though he had Gary Zimmerman. And then finally things took off. Um, it could be the same thing here. You know, you gotta you, you gotta feel things out. You gotta you gotta get the like you're talking about the working relationship between Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. That's got to start. Like Hackett and, and and Wilson haven't even been around each other. You know, not not in a full time capacity, I should say. And so you know, what Russell Wilson's shooting all these videos and showing us how hard they're all working, which is super cool. But are you guys sure you're on the same page? You know, I know, I know you can teach them a basic route tree and what you like, and so that, that'll still be good work. But it's not like the Broncos can officially begin trying to catch up with the Chiefs until April 11th when they start OTAs. So I, the good news is, Jay, for us, we at least get to watch an offense that should score touchdowns. You know what I mean? It has been, it has been a brutal, brutal offensive stretch. Even the year Manning was here, 2015, the offense has not been good here since 2014. So at least there should be more exciting football, and I think they'll be in the wild card conversation with a new coach, with a new defensive coordinator. You know, it's still some work to do, I think, on the offensive line. I don't think, I don't think anyone in Denver is quite dreaming of the division just yet. I think we're going to get a primetime game with the Chiefs and Broncos. I mean, it's, it's, oh. the AFC West should be loaded with these because the Broncos-Raiders yeah. game is going to be fun. Broncos Chargers game, Chiefs Chargers. I mean, there is not one game in this division that's not interesting. No, you're absolutely right. We could dominate the primetime schedule for once, you know. Not to mention you got the sweet building in Vegas they love showing off, the sweet one in L.A., and that's what's going to be interesting here. You know, the Broncos, I don't know if you saw much about it because yeah. it wasn't like it was a major news story, but they had a fire yeah. inside their stadium. Uh, we're still not sure what the cause was. That damaged some seats. They got to reinforce some metal again for the risers. Uh, the Broncos may not have a full capacity when they open up the season, but I'm curious with the sale, and you'll hear about a new Bronco owner in the next couple of months, I would assume. Jay, I'm not so sure the Broncos aren't playing in one of those buildings soon, too, because, you know, they're playing in a 20 year old stadium, which frankly could hold up, it looks like, for another 20. But you know the game. Every owner is going to want. Stadiums that look like what they've got in L.A. and Vegas now, right, with extra luxury boxes, less tickets for the blue-collar guy. That's where this stuff's all going. So this division is going to be interesting for a while. And if Patrick, if, uh, if, if Russ Wilson can stay healthy, hopefully we're telling tales for five to seven years out of him, you so know? I did see um, it on fire. I did see it on fire. Are you saying there was some damage? Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island 
Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details through some areas oh yeah jay we got pictures from the denver fire department that it burned up like uh, like 30 or 40 seats literally wow it looked like a the remnants of a forest fire with just the nubbins of the tree stumps afterwards wow apparently the the dpd spokesman was was very specific and he said there's a certain type of petroleum inside the plastic that made those seats that caused them, like once they caught fire, <laughs> it, they went from a two-alarm to a four-alarm in five minutes. Well, everybody's won the new stadium. I know that Arrowhead was the third oldest stadium in the NFL. Then there's talk, you know, that they're they're listening to Kansas, you know, for possibly yeah. building new Arrowhead. They'll probably just keep where they're at, and they'll probably – Royals are looking to go downtown, so they'll probably build a new stadium there and have sort of a plaza. Now, because SoFi Stadium and Allegiant Stadium kind of ruined it for everybody. And Jerry Jones deal because everybody wants – just like you said. And then Buffalo's getting a new stadium. They're the fourth oldest stadium. So now everybody wants to be in the mix for extra revenue. Things are changing, Andy. Well, I – it's so good. I, you know, I had to send it to you over Twitter. There was an interesting story about in Vegas they're going to build a $3 billion uh, basketball facility. And we're all like, "What do you, you don't need that. You've got the T-Mobile Arena where the Knights play. And apparently this guy just came out and said, nope, we're going to build a luxury arena, do it Vegas style, and it's going to be for the premium sports fan, the sports fan that doesn't mind paying premium dollars for a premium experience and that's not my quote this came from the bloomberg business news about how this, and you know jade this is the way it's all going to go guys like you and me we aren't going to be the sought after ticket holder anymore they're going to look to go for the high dollar like all the stuff that was splashed on the screen at the super bowl right that's what they want celebrity fans high-end experience caviar in the suites <laughs> that's where this thing is going Andy Lindholm. And you and I will be watching it on Sunday tickets. So. <laughs> Who knows who will be watching it? Maybe a subscription service like Amazon. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. That means per game, right? <laughs> per game charge. Oh, man, I just wish things – I don't want to sound like old man in the yard, but, man, I miss how things were just a little bit. Uh, Andy Lindholm, always like talking to him. I'll come sit in the yard with you, Jay. I miss it too. The hell with that. I'll come eat some KC barbecue yeah. and go sit my fifth-level seats before I got the money to throw down on seat licenses and all that <laughs> so I can go have lobster tail in the, in the club-level suite, you know? I would – you buddy i'm 100 with you thanks a ton andy always like catching up with you you guys take care there you go andy lindholm right there chris i didn't know that stadium actually sustained damage did you i mean, I, I saw the video of it on fire but i didn't know it actually sustained damage from the petroleum in the seats 
No, I did not know that. Oh, you did, did you see the video, though, of the smoke no, and stuff? No, I haven't seen it. I, I think I just vaguely heard that it caught fire. It wasn't a big story, but it caught no, fire. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Denver Broncos. Uh, that whole damn thing can burn down for all I can. Well, that stadium caught on fire. But it's interesting to hear his perspective on the AFC West. But coming up next, Chris, the deepest positions. See if you agree with this or not. They're two of two uh, Completely different stories on who considers what position's the deepest in this year's draft, which is really interesting. We'll talk about that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Bank at Night. Jay Binkley, Chris Inocero. Chris, I just saw uh, this deal here from uh, the Honey Badger. So the Honey Badger actually, uh, pro football uh, talk, you know, the Honey Badger hasn't been in any facilities, but he did go in New Orleans Saints. You know, he's down at LSU, guest to Brian Kelly, talking to the team and all that. And I mean, I halfway feel bad for the guy. It's just, here's the headline. Tyron Matthew from pro football talk. I don't think the Saints need me, but it would be good to go home. He says right there, I don't think the Saints need me, man. I feel bad. <laughs> they, they fixed it with Dan Sorensen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's a great defensive mind. He said about Dennis Allen. Um, it's like going on a first date and be like, yeah, this ain't going to work. <laughs> like, that's what it sounds like. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but they, I don't think they really need me. It would be good to go back home. So that's, that doesn't sound promising for Mr. Badger. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to Big T in Shawnee. What's up, Big T? Hey, hey, man. Glad you're back. Good to hear your voice, man. Oh, thanks, brother. Good. Good to hear from you. Uh, so, Bink, um, first of all, I want to give a shout-out to the to the Jayhawks. I know you guys weren't Jayhawk fans, but in my house, when you come out of the womb, you're a Jayhawk fan, a Raider <laughs> hater, and then you, you don't like MU and you love the Chiefs and the Royals, and you hate Denver and Chargers, too. Uh, but, but you Bink, hate the Chargers? Oh, yeah. You, you, when you, you hate everybody in the West, baby. I mean, we hate the Raiders and the Broncos. I'm surprised you hate the Chargers, too. Well, you might as well hate the whole division at this yeah, point. Yeah, but, like, it's the Chargers. Come I on, man. No, I'm, no, 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 I'm, I'm good with the You don't like them, but Sports you don't hate them. Good. Sports I don't, really, good. I don't really hate the Chargers. I, I, I even hate them even more because their coach thinks he's smarter than everybody else. That's <laughs> true. He likes <laughs> to go for it. He does. He ruined that quarterback, and he's like, wait a minute. Instead of going to playoffs, I'm going to go for it. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. But but who do voodoo like KU do, baby? How about that game in New Orleans? We were down. We were down. Somebody put a hex on us in the first half. The ball, we came screaming back. And that was I – mean, if you're not a KU lover, but if you're a fan of basketball, that was just a great, great comeback. Oh, it was a fun game, man. No question about it. I mean, it was like cardiac kids, man. So, so shout out to Bill Self. Then way to go. That was an underachieving team that got the job done. It was kind of a weird year. But then earlier today, uh, in your segment, I heard some. Maybe it's Chris talking about uh, Burks. Now, I love that guy. Here's if you if you follow my call here, look what the Chiefs have been doing in the offseason. They got rid of the speedy guy, and I'm still pissed about that. I don't know if they're ever going to recover, but I have faith. He's the best player on our team, then. Uh, Patrick Holmes. You don't get rid of Jerry Rice. You don't get rid of Marvin Harrison. You don't get rid of Randy Moss. That's the company that Sky's in. And everybody is bitching, moaning, crying about the offense. What are we going to? What are we going to hear this year, Bing? But but anyway, I think what we're going to do. The 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 the, the, the running back. He, he's he's a, he's a good runner. We're going to run. We're going to pound that rock. Our offensive line. A bunch of brutes who can pancake. We're only one of the few teams that have a, tie, a, a, a fullback. 
then they brought the Belldozer back. We got Noah, Kelsey, Fortson's coming back. But look at the two receivers, big physical guys. That's why Juju Schuster didn't make any uh, pretty many games any last year. He's a blocker, hurt his shoulder. Hopefully he'll be healthy. But I think he's a, block, he's a bruising blocker. The other guy's fast, but he can block as well. Now, if they put Tylon Burks and they get that guy from Arkansas, nobody could cover us. Those would be some brutes, and I think we're going to pound that rock. And you know what, Vince? I'm going to leave it with this. I love Bobby Witt. I can't wait till the Royals. I can't wait for Vern. I miss that dude. Hell yes. And I want to give a shout-out to the great people down at the Sheraton Crown Center Hotel. They're fantastic down there. But, hey, everybody, opening day, two days. And as always, let's go Royals. There you go. Big T's got to get ready for the Royals. Now, Traylon Burks, Chris knows this. Before the season started, you before loved that guy. But I did, but you it, loved him. The forty time kind of got me. Up. He's yeah. compared to D, to Debo a lot because yeah. of some of the things he does. Four five yeah. five speed. Mm-hmm. Debo was a four four eight guy. Not a ton of difference between that. And Traylon Burks is a bigger guy than Debo Samuel is. And I hope it's just a bad time. Like, oh, just I mean, he ran a four five five and a four five right after that. But he's still. I like, mean, I people are still looking at him. I think that's probably what he is. People are still looking at him as an early first round pick. I'm well, talking. I mean, you know, early, top 15, you mean a, fifteen. I've seen top fifteen you've at seen this him point. Top fifteen. It, I see some sliding to 23, 24. I mean, I think he's I've probably going to be with in the, the Chiefs. 20s. I, he's not. The Chiefs won't take him. Like, like first off, I disagree with Big T on the notion that they're going to pound the rock. Andy Reid never runs the football no. enough for people's liking. He will never pound the rock. They will screen the rock. They will screen the rock. With the bigger receivers. They will not pound the rock because Andy Reid has never pounded the rock in his career as a head coach. That is not how Andy operates, and he ain't going to change it in 2022. That's just not what it is. Not only that, but they are not going to spend as much as they have trying to improve at wide receiver where you bring in Juju, you bring in MVS and you're probably going to draft a receiver or two in the draft this year. You are not going to pound the rock when you are going out and you are having the, the kind of investment and assets in your receiving core, like the chiefs have and will in their receiving core in the draft. Not only that, but your quarterback, his name is Patrick Mahomes. He's the best quarterback in the league. You're not going to pound the rock when you have the best quarterback in the league. So I disagree with that. Well, Traylon didn't, they had their pro day just right after the combine. Um, he did not run the 40. Well, because he knew. He knew. <laughs> He's like, I ain't running that damn thing. <laughs> he knew. What well, scares me? It's, it's a big reason why I like Watson. I mean. Because I, I like staying with the theme of speed. And not yes. only that, we can sit here and say, well, they need so much other things. Well, do you? Because Patrick Mahomes, like, get him some weapons, man. Yes. Outside of Clyde Edwards-Alaire, what other weapons they ever got for him? Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey already they here. They were already here. Already here. They got McColl, but McColl hasn't really panned out the way they hoped. So they probably should try and get some guys for the long haul because you got Mahomes here first year of his 10-year contract starting this season. You probably want to get him some help that's younger and going to be around for those two For the years. future, because, again, Juju's a one-year contract. Yes. Now, here's the thing. Last year, he signed a one-year contract in Pittsburgh. That's a guy I could see getting that long-term contract. I'm shocked that he's done two one-year deals like, you know, Darrell Rivas style. I'm shocked I'm that he's not. gone that route. Well, with those other receivers getting money, like Christian Kirk, yeah, Juju's just as good as that. And look at his money. Yeah, but the last two years, you know, he, I mean, he, when his, his last really good year was like, what, 2018, I think, was his last, was his thousand yard season that he had? I think it was 2018. So I, I think on his part, it's like, oh, well, maybe I'll wait till I have that big year. Then I'll go get paid. 
And so I, I, I honestly feel like for Juju, it's a situation where this is going to be the year that he goes out, balls out, and then gets paid. I think that's what he's betting on. He's betting on himself here. And that's the reason why he didn't take uh, a contract that probably would have paid him more money. Eventually he got to, though. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, he's, he'll be 26. Eventually, you got to do it. He'll be 26 it. the next time he's a free agent. You know what? He's going to have to take that big contract that year. He's rolling the dice, having Patrick Mahomes throwing the football this yes. year, that his numbers can go way up. Yeah. Like, I remember last year, because the Chiefs put the full-court press on him. Like, Andy sent in pictures of the Lombardi and stuff like that. But he wanted to be a big fish in a smaller pond. But I'm looking at Deontay Johnson. I'm looking at Chase Claypool there in Pittsburgh. He was still going to have challenging wide receiver options. In Pittsburgh, yes, if he came here, Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey are still the one and two options, but I think that only helps him out and makes him more open. With all the attention that Tyree gets and Travis Kelsey, he might have had a monster year here Yeah, with the Kansas City Chiefs last year, and he's banking on it this year. He's down, oh, in, yeah. down in Texas catching. Well, this is the new thing. You put out videos. Yeah. Because there's I've seen plenty of videos. <laughs> there's that video of them. Uh, I saw it. What was it? I think it was on Saturday. And it was him and some friends, and they were doing this, like, water challenge or whatever. Oh, I saw that. kind of like uh, a water version of Jenga, and they're trying to, like, fill yeah. but not overfill this this plastic cup. And so they're just putting drops of water on it. It was uh, it was incredibly stressful to watch because you're like, oh, man, like, I, like I, I would be the person that would overfill it. I don't have the uh, dexterity like that to, to, not, to not be able to control the pores the way that you need to. It was actually really fascinating. Good stuff. I didn't get to the uh, deepest positions. We'll do that next. I took a call from Big T and Shawnee. We had a little sidetrack there. We'll do that next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. We'll go back to Bank at Night. Jay Binkley, Chris Inocero. Chris, we got a uh, text in here from the 816. Are you sure Mahomes is still elite? And that's probably like a Raiders fan that's mad because Derek Carr is about to get paid forty million dollars. I'll Who just say this, or that's probably that Stephen Lenexa dude or oh, whatever yeah. he's from that's got that got banned because <laughs> he was saying stupid stuff on the air. Just ask yourself this: What other quarterbacks in the NFL have gone the four straight AFC title? What, what quarterbacks have ever gone to the AFC title game or NFC title game their first four years of their career? Ask yourself that question. And also throw in an MVP, a Super Bowl MVP, and a Super Bowl title and go to two Super Bowls within that four years. And also, what did you say after the Bills game where the Grim Reaper came down there with 13 seconds and won the game? You're not going to be perfect every game. You're not going to throw a perfect game in baseball every game. You're not going to throw a one-hander every game. You're going to have your games up and down. And that's just what happened. Teams played the Chiefs different defensively. Mahomes is stored in the back of his brain that uh, you know teams are going to play him differently. And he made the adjustments for it. They still were the highest scoring team per possession in the National Football League last week. I mentioned the draft positions and what's deepest. And, you know, looking at this, Chris, a lot, I mean, I'm still seeing edge in wide receiver extremely deep because you can see value even past the first round, even past what I said, 18 to 28 last year, top sackers were first round picks because I can still see it. Luckily for the Chiefs, edge defender at a pro football-focused top 100 board, 14, 14 of them are edge defenders. 16 of them are wide receivers. Out of the top 100, there's only four running backs picked. But then there's Lance Zerline that I really like over at NFL.com. He says the deepest position, he said, edge defenders. That kind of goes along with pro football focus. 
However, he's not wild about the uh, the wide receiver position. He, he's got the wide receiver the eighth deepest position in the NFL draft. And I vehemently disagree with wide receiver being the eighth different position or the deepest in the position, although he does like Watson. He goes, I don't believe there to be a true star in this group. North Dakota State's Christian Watson ascending prospect. So he does mention him by name, but he has wide receiver at eight, linebacker at nine, tight end at 10, interior defensive line at 11. You might say, well, okay, well, the Chiefs need to get the – yeah, the interior defensive line outside of Jordan Davis and guys like that, you might say, okay, because Devontae White could play inside and outside. But, yeah, that, that's not good news for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's probably why they went out and got Taylor Stallworth today. Yeah, I don't think there were I don't think this was a strong interior defensive line draft. And I don't think the Chiefs are are a team that values interior defensive line that much because, you know, they drafted Naughty uh, a couple years ago or whatever. Turk Warden's undrafted. Turk's undrafted. They just got a guy in 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 the Stallworth kid from the Colts. Like they don't I don't think they value that position as much as we think they do. I mean, they they still have Colin Saunders, a guy that they they do they do like though. He's kind of been usurped by Turk there as their third option on the interior. I just feel like that's not a position that they that they value that much. But you know, as far as like the discrepancy in valuation for receivers, I mean, obviously there's going to be a difference in opinion um, about the you know how valuable certain positions are in the draft, but. I mean, I think the consensus among people is that receiver is one of the two or three most like deepest positions in this draft. And when you look at how many of those guys are coming off the board in the first two rounds, I mean, it's pretty damn long. I mean, there's a long list of guys that could go in the first two rounds. Certainly some people value other guys than others. I've seen some mock drafts that have guys like Christian Watson, Jahan Dotson, not going in the first round at all. Some do some have the chiefs being able to go get Chris Olave at 29, which I'm not convinced is going to happen. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. But certainly there could be a situation where that does happen. So it, it look, we're all basically prognosticating an inexact science. We don't know how these teams think necessarily. We can have an idea based on how they've used uh, talent before, how they've drafted before. But we don't know necessarily what they're going to do. So really a lot of it is just kind of prognosticating based on the limited information we have. So at the end of the day, it's an inexact science. No, it is. I just (laughs) – we can't get to the draft uh, soon enough. I know, right? (laughs) The 13-21st off draft specials, be live on draft night. And then uh, Saturday – uh, be live for the uh, the third round of the draft. And I can't yeah. wait with 12 picks. Dude, I, mean, I cannot wait. Man. I mean, it's going to be so fun, Chris. You and I are going to be glued yes. to the NFL draft. Oh, I will just... be. My girlfriend will not like me that weekend because I am going to be a vegetable that entire Except weekend. Except for Sunday, you can do whatever, you know. Yeah, Sunday I can do something. <laughs> you can do whatever. Yeah, yeah, I, might, not... I might be able to find something to do on Sunday. But Thursday night? No. no Friday definitely night, not no, Thursday Saturday. night. Saturday. Definitely not Thursday night. De- Thursday Saturday night, night is no. wild, man. The four minutes between because all the picks are just going oh, yeah, crazy no, in I trades. Love, and... I love love Saturday night like I love Thursday night for sure but but like Thursday night and I mean a Friday night and Saturday night and, and Saturday during the day is so much fun because the picks come faster so it's always interesting to see more of these guys coming off the board because then it's like okay it feels like it's going faster now so I, I, I really do like it coming up next the art of sign stealing I don't know if you heard Carlos Belcher on yes network but he talked about that Astro scandal <laughs> and something Major League Baseball is going to do about it I actually think this is a very good idea for Major League Baseball for once that's next this is bank at night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 sports radio hey this is Whit Merrifield and you're listening to the home of the Royals 610 sports radio So Carlos Beltran, like he was knee-deep in that Astros scandal, right? Well, he was on the Yes Network trying to describe it. Here's the thing. Chris Sale even said it today. Like the Astros, he'd want him to give the trophy back, but he he knows firsthand that other teams were cheating. I mean, cheating's been a big part of baseball. But anyway, here was Carlos Beltran trying to explain it as he's working for Yes Network now. Uh, this is the first time you've you've actually spoken about this. First time. What did you guys do? I mean, what exactly happened? Well, Michael, you know, like we, we felt that uh, when 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 teams are coming to our ballpark, mm-hmm. we felt that some teams have something going on. So we felt that, you know, we needed to create our own, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what happened. We created our own and our own continued to escalate it to where end up. What, what exactly did you guys do when you say created your own? What did you guys do? Well, think about this. Every team in baseball have their video room, almost every team has their video room next to the dugout. Yeah, right, right off the dugout. Our video room in, in Houston was in the clubhouse. So we needed to run there to see our bats come down. A lot of times you needed to wait. You know, it was a long ride. Mm-hmm. So we felt 
why we don't have our video room next to our dugout? Now the sun, we got our video room next to our dugout, and it's e easy, it's simple, you know, and we had a feed that was good for us, you know, and so we So you're got, seeing it in real time? We're, we're, seeing, we're seeing the game. We're see, at the beginning, we're seeing the game, you know, and when you're seeing the game, you get to see the, the, the pitchers, you get to see the catchers, and then we felt that we could use that, you know, but we didn't feel that we were really crossing the line there. We don't feel we were really crossing the line. So you would be watching the game, you'd see a sign from a catcher, and then it would be relayed to the dugout, and that was the trash can? And then, and then at the beginning, everything started like when you're in the base path. You know, you want the guy to get to second, hopefully give you a location, and when you go from there, you kind of like... And that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Well, it's fine. I mean, it's fine. Well, you know, from, from the field, I'm saying. So if you're getting a sign from the field, that's fine. Crossing the line, I guess, is the electronic now, now I don't even know what is fine. You know, mm -hmm. I don't even know if it does fine now. Mm -hmm. You know, at that point it was. So at, at, at the end of the day, Michael, we felt in our hearts that we were being more efficient and smarter than any team out there. Mm -hmm. That's how we felt. Now, the commissioner supposedly sent out a directive in September to the teams, all right, this, this all has to stop. Mm -hmm. Did anybody from the front office ever tell you guys this has to stop? Mm -mm. And the front office knew what was going on? Well, if they got the letter, they knew, but <laughs> right. they never shared it with us. Right. Nobody say anything to us, you know, nobody say anything. I wish somebody would have said something. Mm -hmm. and, um, and a lot of, a lot of people always ask me why you didn't stop it. And uh, my answer is, I didn't stop it the same way no one stopped it. Right. Because it's working for us. Why are you going to stop something that is working for you? Right. So if the organization would have said something to us, we would have stopped it for sure. Did you cooperate with the investigation when the commissioner's office asked you stuff? 100%. Yeah. The part that bothered me about that is that, you know, when I sit down to cooperate with them, uh, they say to me, uh, we're not... We're, we're not going against the players. We're going, we're going against personnel, field personnel, front office, and organization. And the fact that I'm the only player naming in that report, so how, you, how, you know, how that happened? Like, that's the part I don't understand. Everyone gets immunity except Carlos Beltran. Right. I don't get it. <laughs> Everybody gets immunity but Carlos Beltran. There is good news on the horizon, though, Chris. According to ESPN, MLB to allow pitchers and catchers to use anti-sign stealing technology. So they're giving them technology from Buster only. Pitchers and catchers will have the option of using newly tested signaling devices as they decide what pitches to throw in the upcoming regular season. This technology could help advance Major League Baseball beyond the risk of sign stealing. So MLB sends a memo Tuesday advising teams about the approved usage of devices. Um, from the industry of pitch.com, using a pad with buttons on the wrist of the gloved hand, a catcher can signal pitch types and location directly to the pitcher through a listening device. Now, it's got to be weird having listening devices on the players. Like, you can make sure that it's not coming from somewhere else, right? Like, you just gave them <laughs> the somebody, option to have listening devices. Interferes. <laughs> so when they go check them, you know, when, they, when the pitchers get randomly checked or whatever, they're going to have listening devices. Hey, man, this is up from the catcher. Up to three teammates of the pitcher and catcher will also have access to the signals. Aiding fielders in positioning, it is available in English and Spanish. It basically all, eliminates all the need to create a sign system. 
for a catcher giving signs, MLB Chief Operations Strategy Officer said. You literally just press a button and delivers the pitch call to the pitchers. And what we've seen so far, it really improves the game. Now, uh, Luis Severino uh, of the Yankees and and uh, Kyle Hishigoa that used Pitch.com in a game Saturday. So Severino said, a quote, I think it was great. I was a little doubtful at the beginning, but we started using it. It was really good. With the man on second, too. I would definitely like to use it in my first start of the regular season. So that's pretty cool, man. Because you're always worried about the guy on second stealing signals and the you know, pitcher gets mad at him and everything. But if they could just send the signal, they don't have to change them every game now. Like, you don't have to change your signals all the time if it's done electronically. This makes almost too much sense, Chris, that it should have been done years before. I mean, yeah. Here, Here's my thing, man. I agree with Carlos Beltran, man. I don't. First off, I don't care about science dealing because a lot of teams are doing it. And that part's legal, but the, the part that's legal is like the trash can. Yeah, but so like they just all they did was they just took the game to a new level. That's what they did. They just made it more efficient. They did it better. They basically basically got dragged through the mud for doing something that every other team is doing, but better than every other team is doing it. But for years, we have heard multiple teams be accused of, of stealing signs. We had the Royals accusing the Blue Jays a few years ago of stealing signs. It's been done by so many teams. There's evidence out there that the Yankees were probably doing it at the same time as the Astros. There was Altuve rounding third. Yeah. They didn't want his jersey being ripped off on yeah. a walk-off. Like, it happens that people will steal signs in that sport. I think this the will Astros help it, though. did it better. I think this will help it, though. Dallas Keuchel said that uh, the system has benefits. Uh, Dylan Cease, his teammates, says I'll de- it'll definitely reduce sign stealing. Yeah. I mean, it, but it ain't going to reduce cheating in this is sport. Is that device going to – are pitchers going to be able to deal with that, though? Because remember Chris Sale took, what, scissors and a knife to the uniforms because yeah. he thought the uniform was screwed with the, yeah. like the retro uniform. Yeah, some guys probably won't like it. Some guys – because you know how it is. It's a comfort thing. There's a lot of guys that, there that won't be – comfortable with having a device if you didn't hear it you're like what what was that again what if there's a malfunction in the the device because you know how technology works we all got cell phones sometimes them cell phones the signal like in houston it doesn't work yeah like in houston they they have like a jammer somewhere like the the patriots radio signals there's like a a jammer that ruins it yeah like yeah like look i imagine that there is something that that teams are going to do to try to counteract this and make this bad i just feel like a sport that has built its legacy on cheating will never be able to escape that legacy of cheating. They could try all these fail safes to try to change the game, but there will always be cheating in baseball because there always has been cheating in baseball. It's not going to change. Like, think about it. They legalized, I mean, they didn't legalize, but they did not enforce rules that disallowed players, pitchers, from having foreign substances on their hands when they threw baseballs. And then they they went and changed the baseball. They They didn't admit to it. And they knew they were doing it. They knew all these guys were using uh, spider tack and whatever the hell else to try and get a better grip on the ball. And then finally last year. hitters didn't care because they're like, okay, we want you to have a better grip. Exactly. They're like, we didn't care because we're going to juice these balls anyways. But now that they unjuiced them and the numbers went down, they're like, okay, you guys can't use spider tack or any other substances anymore. Baseball completely got away with juicing the balls instead of the players. Yeah, they got away with it. And they, they let pitchers go out there and break the rules. So, like, I don't care about stuff like 
advanced sign stealing because teams have been doing it anyways. Yeah, but I, I am good with this. Yeah, I'm fine. I with think it. in theory this is a very good idea. I, I mean, just, in the NFL you could talk to the quarterback in the helmet. Exactly. Yeah. But they do shut it off, but yeah, for they, a time you get to. That's why McVay I think likes like to call the plays. They shut it off at what 15 seconds before the snap. I think it's like 15 seconds of the play clock. So yeah, so that he can talk to the quarterback at first. That's what McVay yeah. uses strategy. Yeah, yeah. McVay was giving. Uh, he was telling Jared Jared Goff doing reads <laughs> before the snap. So yeah, uh, I I am okay with this. I just don't think that we should view this as like a, a fail say, Oh, this is going to eliminate all cheating in baseball. Look, baseball got a lot of cheating problems. <laughs> this ain't going to solve it. This will just create the new advancement and evolution of well, cheating. Like the 15 seconds for the NFL. What is baseball? You eventually have the manager be able to talk to the pitcher or the pitching coach, the bench that probably. Yeah. I mean, that would speed up time. So we'd would. have to do mound. Visits. I actually, I actually do like that. If he idea. was able to communicate with the pitcher. Yeah. It would stop mound visits, which I know there's a clock on them, but they don't want to be it. I can see them doing that and kind of uh, getting rid of like the position, like the f- first and third base coaches where they put like, um, they put like uh, earpieces in the helmets so that when they're rounding the bases, they don't need a guy like, Oh, go, go, go. They can just tell them in their ear. Okay. Yeah. Somebody's up there like, yeah, yeah, you can go. You got time. You got some, you got enough time to get home. Like th- I could see that being, an you think teams will hack into the signal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm telling you, somebody's going to do it. Like the, the, the Astros are going to have like a jamming signal. Well, and three guys out. can get the signal. So yeah, poor opportunity. They'll, they'll have a jamming signal. They'll put it right under the mound. So the guy gets on base so the and they do a jamming device on yeah, him. Yeah, they just a bunch of static in his ear. <laughs> I, they're going to do something's going to happen, dude. Like you need to steal second. You yeah. get the jamming device. Yeah. We've got to get better gonna, reception. They're going to hack in as like steal second. They're going to tell like a, the slowest guy in the team to steal second. And he's going to try and get tossed out at second. I'm for it though, man. I'm, I'm for yeah, I'm fine. I'm I like fine this rule of baseball. I'm fine with it. I just don't think it's going to fix the problem. No, well, I think it'll, it'll greatly help it, though. Probably, yeah. If you, you put cameras in the outfield, you can't see the signals exactly if they're being uh, wired in electronically. Thanks to Pete Sweeney, editor-in-chief, ArrowheadPride.com, for joining us. Andy Lindholm covering the Denver Broncos. We look around the AFC West. And thanks to Chris Inocero. Appreciate it. We'll see you guys soon. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.